he's very clearly, they were like, oh, have him do one of those West Wing freakouts. And Rob Lowe was like, the script you wrote for me was, I need a different fish farmer, damn it. Gwen, a fish farmer, fish farmer. They're like, yeah, but do it like, do it like you're saying it to Toby. Right. Get it together, Gwen, you bitch. Fish farming is what we're talking about. So good. You're the best actor in this movie. So so many grandmothers are going to fall asleep to your acting. It's going to be great. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because nobody got me crazy billionaire money for Christmas again. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, uh, you know what's a good coat? <laughs> what's that? Vin Diesel's fur coat from Triple X. It's just a, it's just a good coat. Let's talk about anything besides this movie. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. I thought you were hitting around that you didn't like my gift for you. Well, um, was it Vin Diesel's fur coat? Well, no, I, th- that would have been a better idea if only we had so, recorded this three weeks. Do in you advance. guys have any questions about what's a good blank <laughs> you guys want to get into? Doing the first ever call-in podcast, yeah. everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lines are open. All right. And that, by the way, was my bad friend who is sitting 900 miles to my northeast. His name is Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm fantastic, Noah. You know who's not? Who's that? Rob Lowe. Not Rob Lowe's having a bad no, he's... <laughs> decade. Yeah, a bad life in general after time, the early 80s. But not really. I, none of this makes sense. Uh, all none right. of this makes sense. So tell us, Heath, speaking of Rob Lowe, what will we be breaking down today? We watched The Christmas Shoes, the made-for-TV movie. And uh, I'm assuming it's the story of how Rob Lowe had sex with another underage girl in front of a nanny cam and got blackmailed by her TV producer dad to keep it quiet. There is no other explanation for this. Yeah. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if the Hallmark Channel refused to make a movie out of Can I Smell Your Dick, no matter how many letters you wrote, you will love this movie. Why? Uh, it's a little story about a girl named Macarena. What? I have no idea. I don't even know what the Can I Smell Your Dick is a reference to. (laughs) They're loving it. Uh, Okay, that's the important thing. The important thing is that they love it. Okay. And of course, this movie was based on the song The Christmas Shoes about a kid who scammed 18 bucks off the lead singer of News Song. Uh, And and interestingly enough, we've actually broken down the song itself over on God Awful Music. That was episode 251 of The Scathing Atheist, if you want to check that out. But needless to say, this is exactly the type of movie you expect when the Hallmark Channel decides to base a film on three minutes of repetitive lyrics hastily scribbled by an idiot. (laughs) All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst title thing. Um, (laughs) Again, Christmas shoes. It's death shoes. Death shoes is the thing (laughs) in the title. So, spoiler, someone might get the... uh, Christian Cinemanoma and possibly die in this movie. <laughs> and they're going to need some special dying shoes. Um, that's going to drive the plot. Is there a plot? No. Uh, there is. People drop like flies in this movie. Cast <laughs> <laughs> a final destination is like, all right, that's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's the thing. 
Christmas yeah. shoes. It's the death thing. Either way, I've decided that I want a death condom. Okay. You guys. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Also, Vin Diesel's fur coat. You guys are in charge of that. So I was going to go with best, worst, meaningless coincidences. Right. So throughout this movie, our various characters are intertwined in ways that you keep thinking will eventually pay off. But there's never a reason for any of them, except nope. for like they didn't want to pay more <laughs> actors. Yep. It's fun. You keep seeing them like, oh, and then they're going to fit. Never, never. No, they, they, there are 97 different ways that Rob Lowe and the little boy character connect in this movie, none of which actually matter at the end when they actually meet, mm. right? Yeah. Or in postscript. Like, you no. you do think very towards the end that it'll be like, oh, they're going to, nope, the end. Yep. Nah, nah, nah. Credits. Yep. Yep. This oh. movie's a lot like Crash, absolutely. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone finally said it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with best worst working dad. Now, we have had a lot of working dads in Christian movies, but this is the first one who's a bad dad for the work he's doing to save farmers who are being sued out of their livelihood. It's such yep. a bizarre fucking choice. Yeah, like overworked dad is is as much a Christian movie trope as Jesus existing, right? <laughs> Except that they always and they don't they don't always do this, but they very often do this thing where it's like, yeah, but dad's a cop or in this case dad's <laughs> a lawyer working on this way. Like if it eventually dad's going to be a heart surgeon and it's going to get worse than this one. But yeah, as of right now, this is the best worst. But they went with <laughs> lawyer, just make him a bad lawyer. <laughs> right. What the fuck? How hard is it to be a not really really nice like pro bono for Poor farmer's lawyer. They like stumbled <laughs> into that and they're like, all right, well, I wrote it. I mean, liar, oh. liar existed. The template was there. You know, I mean, not that we needed a template for non-likable movie lawyer. See, now I really want that surgeon movie because you know, he like throws the scalpel down <laughs> over an open heart surgeon. He's <laughs> going like, I'm to sorry, my guys. daughter's ice hockey uh, game. She's I'm got a basketball home. practice and <laughs> she's really good at foul shots. She told me they're going to do a little foul shot competition <laughs> in the practice. It's not a game, but it's kind of a game. So, oh, yeah, you're dead. I heard yeah, it doesn't, heard it doesn't matter. I, I was thinking that I was, was the game the buzzer there. That was, oh, my bad. No, that's, that's, your, that's your heart. Fuck. All right. Well, I had a bunch of fucking temporally themed ghosts keeping me up all night. So I'm going to pause for some caffeine. But when we come back, we're going to dive into all the unrelated mundanity that is the Christmas shoes. So I was thinking for the first interstitial, we could talk about like how stupid it is to make a whole movie based on a Christmas song. Oh, yeah, I like it. Like uh, this summer, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, hold on. But isn't that r real? Isn't. Isn't is what real, Noah? A, a movie based on Frosty the Snowman? Oh, God. Yeah, they did a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it will do something sillier. Like, uh, how about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the movie? Uh, no. They, they did a thing about that, too. Yeah, that's sure. right. Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, like, we, we need something like Silent Night. Okay, yeah. Let me Google it. That That is three movies. They made three, three movies? Three really? movies. Yep. Uh, Little Drummer Boy? Two movies. Okay, and you know Two what? Movies. It's, it's, it's that it's a Christmas thing is the problem. Right. Uh, just pick a really rant. Remember the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song? Made Wait, a movie about we... it. Seriously. How? Uh, not well. Okay. Uh, jingle all the way. 
Nope. Uh, uh, White Christmas? I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Nope. Um, literally all three of those taken. Jesus, is there any song they haven't made a movie out of? Ooh, ooh, I've got one. This is my you just play the uh, Mystic River clip? Yes, I did. Dude, it's there it is. Christmas. I know. Merry Christmas. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off with the words Rob Lowe, really big and up front, because apparently somebody told him that just writing real movie was too on the nose. <laughs> it's almost before the title. Yeah, right. See, might as well be like, see? See? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We see his name, and then immediately we see Rob Lowe getting out of a car. Like, they're like, no, 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 not even just for a second. Like, he's in this fucking movie. Dude. Rob Lowe, man, you were Sam Seaborn on the West Wing during this Canadian TV movie. What the fuck happened? That's I so guarantee crazy. you the stage direction when he came out of the car in this very opening scene was, Rob, Rob, do the actor face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then we get some, we get the nice little um, cursive fucking opening credits. <laughs> yeah, my credit my credit note is my nephew can do that for you. It's just to be stupid to pay somebody. <laughs> Real good on the computer. So yeah, so now um Rob Lowe is getting out of his car and, and and he's got a monologue going, like a voiceover going, where he's talking about how his mom died near Christmas, so every year he goes to her grave to be depressed for Christmas. And we're watching him do the thing he's telling us that he does. There's also another guy there being depressed about his dead mom for Christmas, too. <laughs> yeah, he runs into a guy who's urinating on his mom's grave. <laughs> what are the chances? Hey, what's up, man? Dead mom? Yeah. Yeah. You? Same. Same. Yep. They deserved it. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. Great. Yeah, they, they say Merry Christmas to each other because Trump makes them. That's the way it is, <laughs> way it is now. And, and his monologue says at this point, and this is so great, that he says, the smallest things in life could be Christmas miracles, even a pair of shoes. No, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> and he says, if we're open to believing in any kind of thing, then miracles are possible. And, you know, the dumbest shit can be the premise. Of the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can tell you about a pair of shoes. This movie is about a pair of shoes. Well, and what's funny is he lists a, a, a bunch of other dumb premises, almost like the movie's trying them out on you. You know, he's like, how do you think it'd be a miracle? A child's laugh, a, a, a dog sliding on the snow. Shoes. 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 Did somebody okay. yell shoes? Okay. Fine. I heard shoes. Shoes. Let me get an item of clothing and a profession. Uh, shoes. Fish lawyer. You Rob got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so then we cut to 15 years ago when Rob Lowe was curiously the same age as I, he was in the last shot. I love this because in my head, I'm picturing some guy coming over from hair and makeup and being like, we're ready to age you up, Rob Lowe. And he's like, I'm sorry, are you saying I won't look exactly like this in 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think maybe your hair will be gray? No. Do you no. think my hair will be gray? No. Nope. It won't nope. be. He is a beautiful, beautiful man forever. Yeah, he's totally great. He's holding up. All right. So Rob Lowe <laughs> is a swell dad, but he's just so busy with work all the time. 
you know, they, we immediately we meet the daughter going, hey, dad, please don't miss my end of act one thing. OK, whatever uh, you do. Yeah. Her concert. Yeah. yeah he's, he's being a dick about his gainful employment. Absolutely. He really is. Yeah. Typical. Throughout the fucking movie. Also, instead of just saying like, hey, come to my concert, she very specifically says, dad, bring me flowers tonight. I don't know. It felt like a weird ass. You're like, Dad, will you remove my garter at the end of my middle school concert? <laughs> I don't know, Dad. <laughs> um, those are, I feel like we could draw a distinction between yeah, those two Yeah, I think there's a, there's a line between those two things. <laughs> mm, it's all weird. It's none of it is all blurry weird. to you. No, is that I'm a gray you. area in your I've head? never known a guy who brought his daughter flowers who I wasn't who like, didn't. there's, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> All right, so we we cut away from the daughter for a second so he can go talk to his wife. And this is going to be a major conflict in the movie until it isn't. Uh, He wants to buy a new house that they saw that's huge and awesome, and it has four fireplaces. Four fireplaces. There are three people in their family, right? Unless you're disposing of bodies, that's excessive. This, in order for that to be appropriate, this room, this house needs to have like 46 rooms. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but he's a big time lawyer and now he's, he's stuck lawyering for farmers all the time. He doesn't get any of the big, awesome cases like tobacco companies and cyanide manufacturers or whatever. But he feels like if his wife got a fucking job, then they could afford this big house with the four fireplaces. And she's like, fuck you he's like maybe you know if we both had income we could buy more stuff like for our child and she's like i'll think about it you're being a dick <laughs> can't you just make more money while doing less work <laughs> what sorry i'm a tim ferris book she just removes her clothes she's yes. a tim ferris book <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm sorry podcasting won't exist for a while <laughs> All right. So now that we've established that, you know, that he wants too much and he never has time for his daughter because work, work, work all the time. Uh, Then he heads to work. But on his way out of the coffee shop, a truck drives by and a single shoebox falls out of the back of it. (laughs) Like it was like it was scotch taped to the inside of the back door (laughs) that was left open and they just fly around this corner. Yeah. (laughs) so Stupid. Yeah, it, well, it's such a lazy, stupid fucking way of introducing the shoes, especially since there will later not be a reason whatsoever why these shoes would have had to fuck. He delivers them to where they would have gone anyway, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So lazy and pointless. Yeah, but he <laughs> he picks them up and makes it super clear to everyone on the street that he's going to take these shoes to the store. He is not going to jerk off into those shoes. You know what you're all thinking. Whoa, I'm going to jerk off. Nope. I'm just going to whatever. If someone, maybe someone else already jerked off into them, I'm not going to check. But whatever state I bring these shoes to the store in, that is, they were, that's how I found them. Well, to be clear, these shoes are destined to be jerked off into if oh, they yes. haven't been already. These shoes appear to be for, I'm going to say, an 85-year-old Vegas geisha, approximately, <laughs> is who wear these. And also, just a little detail, it says rush delivery yep. on the shoes. So what the fuck is happening in your life <laughs> when you have an emergency geisha footwear situation? That is a weird day. I need to somehow look like a prude drag queen stat. Come on. <laughs> it's it's so weird that they would make this whole movie about a pair of shoes and then 
pick the most ridiculously ugly sequins covered pair of shoes you can imagine, right? Uh, well, Noah, you're forgetting this is on the Hallmark Channel, the channel for people with no taste. Right, right. So no, that you're really right. Is... The channel for people who would wear 85 <laughs> year old Vegas geisha shoes. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Withdrawn. All right. So now we cut to a mom playing football with her son. Yeah. And I got to say, I was wildly impressed with this moment in the movie. Yeah. So first, she actually takes a snap out of the shotgun without a cut. Yep. No problem. <laughs> takes the snap, doesn't fumble it, and she actually throws the football. Also, no cut. This is already better than the Mark best Sanchez. Athlete we've ever seen in any movie. I'm quite I'm, certain. I'm with you, She's and amazing. we watched a movie with Brett Favre in it, right? Like she <laughs> threw this ball, it wasn't intercepted. She did not throw a pick six. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but okay, so she throws the pass, but suddenly in between her and her son is Rob Lowe's car, which means that she says, okay, run across the street and I'll throw you the ball, right? Don't look back. Don't look yeah, back. Don't be a pussy. I saw the ball. But yeah, so she hit, hits Rob Lowe's car. This is the first of like 39 times that uh, Rob Lowe and this character that the, both the mother and the son will like their lives will be intertwined and connected and not pay off later. Right. Yeah. At no point will these characters go. I'm so sorry. Haven't I run into you like 18 times in the last, <laughs> in the last three last days? Four days? Yeah. What's exactly. your name? <laughs> Are you following? Because it's really hard to imagine how <laughs> this would otherwise happen. <laughs> um, and, but the important thing, so he drives on, he gets, it tells him to go fuck themselves. And then he, he drives on and she's out of breath, which is how we know that she's not going to live through this fucking movie. Right. Literally anyone who gets a cramp in my life now, I've watched so many of these movies <laughs> fucking shakes out a cramp. And I'm like, Oh, you're not long for this world. What? Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> trust me. I've seen the movie. Oh, sure. It's just a bad ankle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they go back inside to eat breakfast. This is where we meet. Okay, so the the mom is Maggie. I just have her down as dying mom from this point forward. Her son's name is Nathan and her husband is Jack, right? Now, Jack and the son are arguing over whether they should get a dog. Dad doesn't want him to get a dog, but the son really wants a dog. Right, and the dad presents fantastic evidence. He's like, hey, remember your fish? You killed it. And have left it here for two weeks. Okay, let first of all, everyone left it there for two weeks, right? Let's let's not pretend that's just the kid. But also, goldfish are more disposable than condoms. <laughs> right? That's not a, like honestly, like who the fuck hasn't killed a goldfish and something? I've never killed a dog. Okay. I killed my goldfish, but then I threw it out immediately like a <laughs> scholar. I don't know what was going on in your house. The whole family didn't. Flush the fucking that's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. But but yeah, but that's going to be a huge conflict in this movie as well. The kid wants a dog. The dad doesn't want him to get a dog because he's not responsible enough. Right. Mom is on the side of getting the dog. And now that we've established that very important subplot, dad turns to mom and he's like, hey, any word from the doctor about your being out of breath earlier in this scene? And she's like, no, it's early <laughs> act one. We've just been introduced. Yeah. And there's this amazing moment where. They're trying to do the Hallmark Channel version of, you know, if you get our son a puppy, I'll do outfit stuff, but it can't say that. So she's just like, come on, a puppy would be great. Outfit stuff. Don't say outfit stuff. 
so. outfit stuff. <laughs> All right, well, to be fair, they try for sexual innuendo later in this movie, and they miss so fucking hard that I'm glad they didn't go for the outfit. They miss so hard stuff. they almost hit one of the kids. <laughs> it's pretty scary. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. All right. So now Jack, the, the dad uh, of that scene, he heads off to work at his garage, right? And then we, mom apparently is a volunteer at a school. This is the best. So it's just a clumsily written scene, but she is a part of this scene for a solid three minutes before anyone acknowledges her. So all of my notes for this scene are, why is mom in the classroom? Is it just me? Can anyone see her but me? <laughs> <laughs> well, right, because there's already a teacher and students, and then there's just this weird adult standing over here, like, listening to the story, too, as though she's just been held back for 31 years. And weeping, actively weeping. At the well, story. right, because it's... It's a story about magical shoes, and she has a thing for magical shoes. <laughs> yeah, and she stops, and she's, like, kind of crying, and she explains herself. She's like, oh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful story. <laughs> Did anybody else like that story? And everybody in the class is just like, no, boo, you're gross. <laughs> and there's Anyone else? one kid with the most giant fat little face that I've ever seen. And he just <laughs> stares at her with pure <laughs> hate for like a minute. He's furious about her shitty story. It's the best. That's because lunch is at three and it's 301 while oh. she's talking. Oh, and it's fucking ham and cheese bagel day and he is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you right, Karen, look me in my fucking eyes. If I get out there and they're half scooping the tots, I'll kill you. I'll kill you in my bare fucking hands, the back hands, of that Karen. fucking line, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Oh, if they're out of pouches of milk, God help you, Karen. <laughs> but yeah, so mom's a volunteer at this school. I guess she's a TA at an elementary school. Right. Uh, but, but the main teacher who was in full metal fucking jacket, y'all, this actor was in full metal jacket, how far he has really? fallen. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anyway, so he's about to retire to Florida and he thinks she should go back to school and learn to be a teacher. Right. <laughs> She goes, what are you going to do in Florida? And I wanted to be like, I don't know. Get shot by a cop. Come on, man. That's He's, not part of the I'm the black character. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, meanwhile, Rob Lowe is at his high-powered law firm, Farmer Lawyering. <laughs> and it's this is so fucking funny. I wish we'd had Andrew for this one because it's so funny to me that they wanted to present, like, lawyer having a shitty lawyering so they just gave him farmers for clients like that's what determines how much fun you're having as a lawyer right <laughs> Whether, oh man all my clients smell funny they're dirty oh they pay me in potatoes <laughs> <laughs> gotta go to a currency exchange potato to dollar sucks right now <laughs> And, and again, they have no idea how to science talk or lawyer talk because they're kind of doing both simultaneously. He's like, I need levels of the nitrogen levels ASAP and get me all the county records. Sorry, what? <laughs> all the county <laughs> To records. the late 1800s. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to need. I felt when he said that, he's like, I need all the water rights going back to the late 1800s for the entire county. I felt like that was a hazing for his new secretary that they were going to reveal <laughs> later. Like, right. She was looking for the ink dryer or something. <laughs> right. But the point is that some like wealthy corporation is going to shut down the, the farms or something like that. Right. And they're like teen centers. So I was just like, OK, ski race. Like, is this going to be <laughs> or like. 
stupid fuck, like a snowshoe race across a cornfield because this movie is fucking boring, but something like that. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Well, I, I mean, I'm impressed that you managed to get that much out of this movie. I just, like, his boss comes in and I just heard farm, 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 <laughs> farm, Latin term. Anyway, so, yeah, but they make it very clear the stakes in this case are that if he loses this case, there will be no more farms in the entire county. They're going <laughs> to shut down all the farms. No more food for anyone. We will never resolve that story, by the way. If you're wondering whether or not the farms will all get shut down, you can just keep wondering that shit. They're saving that for the sequel, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's indicated <laughs> that he gives up on them, but we don't actually see the it's, farmers be like, where uh, the fuck were you, man? We had court. Sorry, my daughter had a concert. Yeah. I, I'm going to kill my family and then myself. <laughs> I'm Rob Lowe. <laughs> All right. So speaking of the daughter in the concert, so now we cut to the the school where Lily, uh, that's Rob Lowe's daughter's uh, daughter character, she's getting ready for the big concert, and Maggie, dying mom, is the teacher for the chorus for the school chorus, as well as being the TA for fourth grade. Yeah, and she's talking to Rob Lowe's wife about like, oh, thanks so much for volunteering to help out. And she's like, well, you know, I was a music major until I switched over to business and traded the twinkle in my eye for a business card. It was weird. They actually <laughs> took it, the whole thing. I also love, too, that she's like, well, thanks for volunteering. She's like, well, you know, I'm a music major, so I'm good at setting out chairs for concerts. <laughs> like, they teach us that as music majors. We're good at this. And then she says, she says back to dying mom, she says, like, what about you? And dying mom says the, the most pathetic words that have ever been conjoined. She says, well, I'm a music major, too, in my dreams. Really? You dreamt of a useless education? That <laughs> I just had a whole extended fantasy about boring someone on a first date about how great Giant Steps is. Let me tell you. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> giant Steps? Giant Steps. Who's uh who wrote Giant Steps? Coltrane. Oh, he had the answer ready. <laughs> yeah, he has a joke Slowly about it later on him. in the notes here. So sing a couple bars. Go sing first. a couple bars of Giant Steps. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that it's accurate because I listened to it. <laughs> now I'm the I'm the piano player who can't do this because my instrument's slower to play. Plunk, plink, plunk. Racial slur. Plunk, plink, plunk. <laughs> These are some great giant steps, deep cuts, everybody. Just if you spend an hour Googling giant steps, you'll love the jokes I just told. Merry Christmas, everyone. But meanwhile, back outside of Eli's in joke. <laughs> so they, they, they're getting ready for the concert. Maggie says to, to uh, Rob Lowe's wife, whose name I can't remember the character. She says, well, your husband must sure love your daughter enough to make it to her concert, huh? And she's like, no, not in act one um, <laughs> early in the movie. So, yeah, but no, Rob Lowe's not there. Instead, he's back at the office doing lawyer face, which is amazing. Oh, I, I just wrote in my notes. Rob Lowe is trying to remember why he took this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, dying mom is backstage dying. Her son shows up to wish her luck and she's like holding her stomach, right? Like it's going to fall out from her illness. Oh, if she walked out on stage and shat herself, I would be 100% behind this movie. <laughs> I was expecting a death fart too, but we didn't get one. Instead, she goes up and she's like, hey, we have a terrific show for you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We have your bum ass kids. They are talentless. It's going to be 
awful. Oh, yep. It's the worst possible punishment. <sighs> and she tries to play up how great these kids are. She gives a little speech first. She's like, just so everybody knows, the town chose these very kids to sing at the Christmas tree lighting in the town square. This is the only school in this town. So it's not really... <laughs> But that's the thing. They're going to sing it at the big yeah, lighting. pretty big deal. As if, like, like sometimes they choose the talented chorus of black kids from a few towns over. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> yes. I would happily watch that movie. A little rivalry. And now, music we can use for free. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, right. No, then we get Lily uh, singing uh, America the Beautiful for her solo, which we will hear four fucking times this goddamn i mean you know for a kid singer she's fine but it's a little kid singing she's not good that's no there are talented children but they did not get one for this movie they were like no we used all the talent jar on rob Lowe. (laughs) it's gonna be my niece and my wife who hates me (laughs) and free music (laughs) several times for he's a jolly good fellow is what they sing at the christmas tree (laughs) All right, so then we we really drill into uh, meeting Rob Lowe's mom, that the grandma character, and apparently her, she's the next door neighbor of the teacher, right? The uh, that that dying mom is the TA for, and there are is more sexual tension between these two characters, grandma and the teacher, than there are between any two characters in the history of god-awful movies. I am so glad I'm not the only one that recognized that, because I I kept waiting for mom to be like, I love me some dark meat when they're serving the turkey at Christmas, but it never, it's never, it's it's implicit. I feel like the people who made this movie knew it because those actors were fucking, so they used it as like a little inside joke. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's not, not explicit. And by the way, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I see his mother lives next door to the teacher and she's the TA for that teacher. Now I can see how their intertwined lives will come together. Nope, that is unrelated. Nope. With how, they will not. They will come together. But yeah. Um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> they like, like those two characters were going to have to talk to each other and they were like, fuck, we're going to have to watch them walk all the way across town if they're not next to each other. So they run <laughs> next to each other. I don't know. All right. So then Rob Lowe shows up. So his mom can give him shit for earning a living it's again. The best. Robert, don't just make money, make memories. And I want to be like, hey, do they take memories at the bank? Do you know what the current conversion rate on memories is, mom? Huh? Yeah. Well, you, you know what <laughs> memories cost? <laughs> good ones anyway yeah yeah right um but yeah so she gives him the talking to the first of many like you know don't work so hard talking to's that she'll give him yeah you know what they call a workaholic a fucking legend that's what how much <laughs> money have you raised for charity you skeletor looking bitch <laughs> sorry sorry i don't see right. a lot of people outside of this <laughs> job <laughs> so attacked by this movie so Rob yeah, Lowe leaves on. his mom's and then he goes home where his wife can also give him shit for working hard and earning a living. <laughs> yeah. He he gets home and she's like, so you worked until 8.30 p.m.? <laughs> and he's like, yes. I mean, what time is it? Like I left a little bit ago. Whatever time it is, you're being weird. Who is she? <laughs> I mean, we here we are working at 10.45 p.m. and like, yeah. with most of the movie to go. And I'm like, hey, you know, he got home early. Yeah. Lucky guy. Right. But she's she's watching the video she took of 
Lily's big America the Beautiful solo from the concert. So we can and, hear it again. You know. Right. And being like, well, you should have been to the concert. And he's like, okay, well, did, did she sound a lot different than this exact duplicate on video that we have? <laughs> I feel like from I'm the watching the camera it that we bought with now. the money that we have from me working? Was it a lot different than that? Did you videotape all the other children and not our? Oh, you videotaped our so I can experience this. Okay, cool. Just I just, yeah, like, right, like, like, oh, this child is going to be ruined because both fucking parents can't make it to every school function. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it must be rough when these, these are the problems in your world. You know what happens when your parents make it to every school function? Me. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, right, Hallmark movie? And me. Yep. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. So Other they, end of the spectrum, Noah. Wait, Noah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. want somewhere nice and in the middle. <laughs> I never did. There was. I never did anything extracurricular, though. Like there was nothing that my parents could have gone for. Like I was like, oh, they would require being in school more. No. <laughs> All right. So then Rob Lowe has to go beg forgiveness from his daughter, who is way less pissed about this than mom and grandma. Right? The daughter's like, well, no, it's a fucking. It's a school concert. It's, I'm not winning anything. <laughs> Have you seen Eli and Heath? Come on. <laughs> needs to go. <laughs> They're ridiculous. They're crazy people. They're, They're absurd. not okay. They are They're not, not okay. at all okay. I'm going to be just one of those normies. Right one there of them was the... weeping until the moment he hit play this evening <laughs> by himself in a dark room. At least one of them. At least one of them. <laughs> Multiple. So. <laughs> Different reasons. Yeah, both of us probably, now that I think about it. I just All right, <laughs> so he gets his daughter's forgiveness. Then he goes back downstairs, and we listen to the video of Lily singing some more because we cannot get enough of America the Beautiful, right? All right, so now Dying Mom, we cut over to Dying Mom. She's getting a house call from Dr. Death Diagnosis. <laughs> this is the best. Oh, it's amazing. I love this. So, yeah, the, do the doctor shows up and she's like, oh, I, I know doctor still made house calls. And he like he knows going in that he has to explain that she's fucking dying. So he's just like, yeah, yeah just don't talk to me until we get further inside. Just shh, 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 don't even we need, I need to get to like a spot before we don't. I don't want you to read anything into what I, my signals just get. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Look, get some inside. You, you had so much cancer. I had to come to your house. I have to deliver. I have a I have a backhoe full of cancer to deliver to you. Yes. <laughs> have you ever seen a Christian movie? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a female mom, and good luck with that. <laughs> you say something above a whisper for me. Hello. <laughs> no, you can't. All right. Yep. Come on. <laughs> I want you to sniffle once. Okay, you see that tumor growing right when yeah. you sniffle? You see how that happens? Yeah, it's a bunch of that. And I love dad here. He's so late taking the hint, right? Because hey, the doctor says, uh, uh, Maggie, you have congestive heart failure. And the dad goes, but how? He's like, fucking gremlins, man. I mean, God, Jesus, how do you have heart failure? Fuck you. And then he goes like, he's like, but what does that mean? And he's like, can you not hear the violins? This is a Hallmark movie. She's dying. Yeah, take two of these and call me in the morning. What do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is from the guy who thought the doctor stopped by to talk about the flu. <laughs> it means your heart's fucking shitty. I don't know. I, we're not in a major city. You're going to have to go to a major city to get anything beyond yeah, it's yeah, shitty. Right, it's, you have a shitty right. heart. 
He has she has to go to Boston for more tests. And you can only imagine what kind of doctor they have there. Hi, uh, Dr. Wahlberg. My wife and I are here for the appointment. Oh, yeah. Come on in. Whoa. Oh, my God. Haven't you heard of fucking knocking? You said come in. Yeah. I was talking to the guy in the porn. I I would like to leave. I think we should leave right away. Honey, my, my heart. Okay. Okay. So, sit. I mean, sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. Sorry. Okay. I'm Doctor Wahlberg. Thank you for coming to the beautiful city of Boston. Yeah, I like how everywhere looks like a church's backyard. That is on purpose. So listen to me. I don't want to get too technical, but sir, your wife's blood ball sack is in bad shape. Um, do you mean heart when you said that? Well, Grey's Anatomy over here. I watch that show because I'm a woman. So listen, if you look at this diagram here, yeah, mm. you can see just how serious the situation is. Oh my! This here, you've yeah, you this drawn is a, a heart. You drew a heart like the shape, like the hearty shape, like a kid draws, and mm-hmm. a bunch of very racist caricatures of Asian people attacking it with weapons. That's what yeah. I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm gonna beat them up for you. Great. Yeah. So we're gonna go. That was my first instinct. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy Boston. Make sure you check out our sad fish prison. He means aquarium. Yeah, he means aquarium. Okay, now that would have saved this film. That absolutely would have saved the film. They got Rob Lowe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now Lily is practicing singing because apparently 15% of this movie is little kids singing. (laughs) And Rob Lowe comes in. Now, he is very wearing his I showed up for the fucking movie, didn't I, shorts. (laughs) Right. And he tells his wife that he has set up a job interview for her at 10 a.m. that day. After their conversation where she said she'd think about getting a job. Everyone in this conversation is wrong. He's like, hey, surprise job interview. And she's like, I guess cookies are just going to bake themselves. You can't buy cookies, Robert. And the little girl's like, well, if you work, I'll never see you again. No, no, honey, that's dying. That's That's, the other mom in this movie. That's jail. (laughs) Yeah, so the daughter gets pissed. The mom gets pissed. The dad, everybody's pissed off. The daughter storms off. She's like, if you get a job, I'll never see any of you. Now I'm going to go to my room and be warm despite the fact that it's cold outside. Wait. Oh, oh, wait. I get it. I get it now. I see. I understand. Cool. (laughs) Upper middle class white people is the worst. I hate this. This sucks. (laughs) All right. So meanwhile, dying mom goes to quote unquote work. She's volunteer, but she goes to the school to tell the teacher that she has a bum ticker and will need a heart transplant. Right. And when she goes for the heart transplant, she has to go to Boston to see Dr. Wahlberg uh, so she'll need this teacher to take care of her kid. What? Right? Hey, if I get a page at school, will you watch my child for an indeterminate amount of time? That and seems weird. It, not only is his answer yes, but his answer is like, well, I will take him to a woman you don't know and leave him there. And I haven't talked to her about it, but I feel just fine volunteering her <laughs> to care for someone else's child. Yeah. Have you thrown a football into any cars? Because that might relate to the woman I'm thinking of. Her son might be in a car that goes past here. I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing the stuff out there, but not completely unknown. 
All right. So now, okay, so dying mom has to go teach her chorus class despite all the dying, and she can barely even get the kids' attention without dying all over the place. I mean, it is so ridiculous how the, how much they overplay the dying mom thing here. Oh, it's amazing. And she, she sings Silent Night to get their attention. And I wanted so badly for her to fall over dead from singing. <laughs> nope, too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's a bad singer, too, for a music teacher, especially. Like, I mean... Heart problems are no excuse for bad pitch. Like, that's not a <laughs> pitch. I have no sympathy. Also, she sings Silent Night and the kids all go silent. But when I sing in a classroom, I'm kicked out of the district. And it's different because I sang Let Me Smell Your Dick. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep it different. is. So, okay. And I, Andrew Giant explained stuff. why. He had <laughs> pictures and he had charts and the whole thing. But no, apparently none of it sunk in. All right. So at the same time, though, uh, Lily's mom... Uh, has brought some notes or something that Lily left that she forgot that morning uh, so that she can be in the room when she so very clearly sees that Maggie is dying from, you know, Christian movie momitis. And yep. she has to tell, so the dying mom tells non-dying mom, she's like, you're going to have to take over the class as chorus teacher. And she's <laughs> like, no, this is not, you don't pass a torch as you fall dying on this. There's no. a whole... The school Tag. has a thing. You're yeah. it. <laughs> I took like a few music classes in college. I can't really do that. And then dying mom's like, but you have the heart. Oh, is that too soon? I'm dying of heart stuff. Is it? <laughs> Are we not making jokes about that? I figured we'd make jokes. Also, this woman is in doubt that she can do a thing with children. You can do anything with children. You're an adult. I'm 100% confident I could be in charge of anything that children are a part of. Anything. Legally, I don't think so. Hey, well, that's hey, Keith's mom. How you do you, you like uh, Eli saying that he could just do your job because it has children in it and therefore is easy? <laughs> How Keith's hard can mom. it be? They're kids. Here's a trumpet. Go home and don't practice. See you in four years when you're gone forever. <laughs> right, but there's this weird moment where Lily's mom has this whole like, but I'll, I promised I'd never go back to that life. Like she's a Atari Hanzo or something of fucking chorus teachers. But these kids need to keep violating the spirit of the First Amendment. They just have to. You have to do this. And I'm dying of the heart thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted the kids to come in the next day just like singing If I Only Had a Heart from Wizard of Oz. Like, <laughs> what? What? Oh, are we not talking about this yet? You made that pun yesterday. Yeah, Come on. We, we thought you were you said ready for this shit. All right. So that night, Lily and her mom are decorating for Christmas. Um, and, and they as they're like looking through the Christmas box, they're like, huh, it's that pair of shoes from early in act one. Your dad still hasn't returned them. I bet they'll come back into the plot at some point. Just reminding you, they are still <laughs> MacGuffin established. Yeah. And Rob Lowe comes in and they have an interaction about her not going to that job interview, but it's like she, you know, mischievously destroyed the career he set up for her. Like, it's it's like he's like, oh, the garbage is all over the front walk. I, you got to close the recycling bins and not not show up for job interviews I set up for you with no notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, everyone's wrong, right? Like he did the wrong thing. He's having the wrong reaction. She's responding incorrectly to it. The daughter just starts standing on her head and reading Zen <laughs> koans. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. But she's like, no, no, no. I can't get that high paying job and get the four her fireplace house. 
I'm going to volunteer at the school to lead the chorus class instead of having a job. And Rob Lowe's reaction is so amazing. She's like, I need to volunteer for the chorus. She's dying. And he's like, yeah, that is not your problem. She's like, it's a volunteer position. Still not, not your problem. I don't understand <laughs> why. It, keep talking. Tell me when it involves you. Yeah, She's you dying. Oh, you touched that one. You know what helps fund schools is people with jobs that make money. <laughs> uh, just a thought. He goes, why can't somebody else do it? And she's like, are you serious? We're the only fucking characters in this movie and in this universe. Later, when your car breaks down, it's gonna you're going to go to fucking Nathan's dad with it. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, and, and, and she's like, you know, he's like, but I want a giant fucking house with four fireplaces. We barely have room in this gigantic house that we're standing in for the grand piano I'm standing in front of as we have this fight. <laughs> Feel like that's doing fine anyway. Yeah. But he stops being like they, he starts getting angry. But then strings start swelling up. He's like, "Oh, I'm calm down now. I'm going to be introspective, <laughs> right?" I just want him to be like, "All right, you know what? I'll work less. You eat less food. <laughs> just, I'll tell you what. I'll be home by five, and you guys take up fifty percent of the income instead of a hundred. So, and, and yep. he goes like, and she goes like, but this giant house, that's not our dream. That's your dream. He's like, no, it isn't. It's not my dream. And then it's like, well, then nobody wants the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even bitching about? And there's this amazing moment where you think she's going to ask his dreams, but it's the Hallmark Channel. So she does it. He's like, you ever think about my dreams? And she's like, this is a movie for women's shush. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> James Vanderbeek walks in. I don't want your dreams. Okay, <laughs> All right. So now we we have the scene where like dying mom's kid wakes her up in the middle of the night to make sure she's not dead yet. Oh, he just wakes his seriously sick parent. Hey, hey, you okay? No. And significantly worse because of this. <laughs> so cool. Sleep would just be just a reminder. I'm doing bad in school. all right so now we've got to really move the shoe plot along so the next day rob goes to the department store to return those shoes (laughs) the best interaction of the book because look this the writers have trapped themselves so the old man winkleberry who owns the store is just like gee thanks i'll sell these stranger bye <laughs> yes. Right. Well, and even look, it was a rush delivery to his store. And he's like, huh, I don't remember ordering these shoes. Uh, I haven't paid for them, but uh, I will take them from you and sell them for a profit. 100% I am not a geisha profit. on the strip of Vegas at all. <laughs> these are not for me, rush delivery. That's weird. That's I crazy. Have no idea. These shoes, they, they seem like they would fit a man and make him look like really lengthy and beautiful. <laughs> Even if just for a moment until mother screams his name for her medicine. Uh, but I'll, I'll sell him. I'll sell him in my I'm store. I want other in. people to come up and like hand him a Jesus pamphlet. And he's like, I will sell this in my store. <laughs> Picks up snow off the ground. Free snow cone ingredients. Nailing it. <laughs> so, all right. So, but then Rob goes to leave, but his car won't start. Now the old store guy says, hey, you know what? I know a great car won't start guy he's one of the other five people in the universe (laughs) 
seamless intertwining of characters. <laughs> For no goddamn reason, yeah. Yeah, so he takes his car to Jack's garage. Nath is dead, dying mom's husband. Takes the, the, the car to his garage so that we can have some contrast between working man, blue collar Jack and lawyerly white collar workaholic Rob Lowe. Right. What's a, they're trying to figure out like, what is the, what's a fancy dick want his mechanic to do? And someone's like, I don't know, probably protect his car from the weather. Well, yeah, right. No, because it, it, like as he leaves, Rob Lowe is like, hey, could you put a cover on my car while it's sitting in this greasy ass garage? And he's like, ooh, Mr. Hotty Toddy needs a co cover on his Well, I guess that yeah. makes a lot of but sense. Still, so. still don't ever ask a mechanic to do that. For no. you. Like, you're, there's going to be cum in your car somewhere now. Like, <laughs> it's your you fault. You deserve it. There's going to be a bunch of cum in your car. Getting the fucking oil changes regularly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but Rob Lowe leaves, and just then they get a page on the your wife's heart transplant pager, right? That's right. Um, so he runs out of the door because <laughs> that'll ch change how quickly he gets to Boston if he runs out of the door rather than <laughs> walks at a brisk pace. Gets to Boston. Ah, I'm so fucking sorry. We literally gave that hot like 20 seconds ago to a different person. <laughs> if only you would run. Did you walk <laughs> by any chance at any point in your journey? How fast are you capable of running? Let's see it right now just so we know. Race yeah, me, that bro. wouldn't have it wouldn't have if, even mattered. I tell you <laughs> what, you race me right now. You beat me, I'll give you a kidney and I'll put it where her heart goes. <laughs> That's good for sex stuff. <laughs> All right, so they run off to Boston, and that means that little Nathan is stuck with his teacher and Rob Lowe's mom, right? And darn it, he's being a real bitch about his dying mom, but teach is going to make the best of it. It's the best. He's like just you and me, kid. Um. You want to hear about the time me and the Black Panthers planned and pulled off a series of high-ranking police assassinations because oh, of their connections suck. to the KKK? <laughs> I was in full metal steps? jacket. Did you know that? Counterpoint, have you heard the story of Bernie Getz? I'm just saying. There's another no, side to that Jesus going. Christ. <laughs> no, but the actual conversation they have is the kid says, you ever know someone who died? And this adult for reasons we'll learn later, is like, nope. Yeah, Everyone this... I know is still alive. <laughs> I, am, I, commune, I commune only with the immortals. Yeah, he's in his 50s. He's like, nope, everyone's still alive. Yep. All right. So then we have to cut over to Lily's mom. She's going to try her first day leading the choir. It's the best. <laughs> Yeah, she goes full football coach on him, right? Like, first she kind of stumbles around a little bit, but then she's like, Oh, wait, if I make fun of the fat kid, we can all be friends. Okay. I just wrote uh, my notes. Would it help if I bully baby Heath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're describing the kid with the enormous, enormous face that I was talking about earlier. So that's fun. Yeah. But yeah, she, she makes fun of him directly. She's just like, sorry, I'm new at this. Uh, I don't know what to say to you guys. Remember when Troy fucking barfed right on the stage? <laughs> Classic. Well, Laugh at Troy now. Look at his face. Look at his fat fucking face. Look at it. Look at it. I'm squeezing it. I'm shaping it. It's different shape now. I made it from like... We're united. We're united. All right. I'm allowed to put my hands on him because it's the 90s. <laughs> also, she has this amazing moment where she's like, we're not going to let Miss Andrews down. And I wanted her so badly to be like, her heart is zing. Got her. Awesome. Who's next? I get no respect. Oi. 
And then, yeah, so, but then she starts teaching them to sing, which, by the way, her teaching style is to say one, two, three, and then sing in a totally different time than the one that she just counted. <laughs> like, hey, she I'm, doesn't know why they do that. We're lucky they don't just count down three, two, one, launch song. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, meanwhile, in Boston, dying mom is going in for her heart transplant. Now, for some reason, she's like, who's the donor? And they're like, a teenage boy whose puppy will sure miss him. No, no, but like, he's white. He's white. You were going to ask your ass straight. Yeah, I get him. Hey, at least the kid gets to be inside a woman. Double zing on a roll. (laughs) Nailing it. (laughs) Yeah, so she's going in for surgery. uh, And back in the hometown, Teach is showing Nathan to the house of the strange old lady that he's going to entrust Nathan too. Uh, she has a lot of Christmas lights in her yard because you know what they say about old women with a lot of decorations in their yard being extra sane. <laughs> okay, wait. Six um, bigger. Oh, some no, people, some people thing. do lots of decorations and are. <laughs> uh, I feel like, but but they're Ugh, not gross. extra sane, and no one would accuse them of being so. That's fair. Yeah, but of course, this is a movie. For old lady with a lot of shit in her front yard, right? So <laughs> obviously the heroic character of this movie would be old lady with a lot of shit in her yard. So she comes in and and, and she or uh, Nathan comes in and old lady shows him to her like, you know, whatever mausoleum for Rob Lowe's childhood. <laughs> and it's this is the best. This was 2002, by the way. This movie came out in 2002. So it was made in like 2001. So what we're seeing is a room full of bullshit Red Sox crap. It's just yep. full. And so this is just a shrine to failure at this point. Like a huge, <laughs> huge shrine of losing for a fucking century. It's the best. Yeah, I wrote, he's a Red Sox fan. I'm okay with his mom dying now. <laughs> well, right. And it was so funny is that it made perfect sense in 2002. Not so much anymore. It just seems like a dick move at this point. Because um, mom says, so what's your favorite baseball team, Nathan? And he says, Red Sox. Uh, and she goes, ooh, so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> I was so happy. I bet you were. <laughs> oh, I wanted her to just like take out a bunch of Yankee shit and be like, you every time, right? See? Dancing in his face. <laughs> He's got a handful of World Series rings. They're just giving them away now. We've got so many. Here, I'll open your mouth. I'll throw one in. <laughs> I still got 26 after you had that one. How many did you have? What? Too slow. Right. None. And as she's showing him through her uh, fucking Red Sox childhood room, uh, she finds, she comes across Rob Lowe's old lunchbox, which sends her into a series of memories that we will never get context for, right? Like, it's not like we then see a memory involving this no. lunchbox or anything. She has a flashback and we are not privy to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> are you having a flashback? Because we didn't shoot any of that footage. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> doodly do, do. No, you can't just say it. it does, that's not how this works in the real world. Mysterious. Yeah, this movie's a lot like Pulp Fiction, too. This is like Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so now we cut back to Dying Mom. Uh, it turns out they didn't give her a new heart after all. Because the <laughs> child donor had hep C. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, okay, I think I know what happened. I think I know what happened. Why didn't they do the procedure? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Hello? 
Hey, it's me, Dr. Wahlberg. You guys fucking in here? Dr. Wahlberg, what happened? <sighs> oh, this guy? He fucking stole my pocket spot. It's fine. I'm going to heal up in a couple of days. No, no, it looks no, worse. no. Obviously, with my wife's procedure. Oh, oh, yeah. So um, we're about to do it, right? I'm speaking to the anti-sneeziologist, right? No. What? What? Oh, sorry. He's the guy who knocks your wife out so she doesn't sneeze during the operation. Nope. Nope. And he sees the donor, right? And he's like, I fucking know this kid. He's got fucking hep B. So yeah, I no new blood ball sack for you. Her donor had hepatitis B? I, I thought it was a teenager. Yeah, that doesn't seem very likely. He was an altar boy for two churches. Oh, that'll do it. A terrible city actively covered up child rape. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It's <laughs> true, they did. That's it's a bad city. So they like brought her into the OR and opened her the fuck up, and then they were like, "Oh, did anybody look at the heart yet?" I uh, feel like they had checked that first. Is this? Yeah, it's like an evil sorceress heart. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like it's not even the right species. I think I don't even Which know was- if this is human. This was Here's pulled work. out of that dude in Indiana Jones 2. Here's, <laughs> here's how little I know about things in general. I was like, but if they gave her a heart with hepatitis C, wouldn't they just then have to cure the hepatitis? That seems well, that, like it would be better. I feel like having yeah, hepatitis yeah. is better than being dead, though, right? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, let's take the heart and fix the hepatitis was what I was thinking at this point. <laughs> yeah. And so the the dad, of course, he can never quite fucking get it. He's like, but there will be another heart, right? And the doctor's like, are you fucking kidding me? This is a Hallmark movie, dude. What, how many, do you think we had a spare? Just in case this one, we didn't call you for that one. We called you for this one. And now you get the runner up. <laughs> All right. So now we have to cut back to Rob Lowe's place where he's going to tell his uh, wife that he's going to make an offer on that house one way or the other. Damn it. And again, this conversation, everyone is wrong and everyone's insane. He's like, I'd like to know your long-term plans right now. And she's like, I love coloring. <laughs> so, but look, I mean, these people are not in the market for a house, right? Like if we were establishing that there was something wrong with the house they were in, it would make, this is an insane conflict, right? All right. So, but basically he's saying, but after this Christmas music bullshit, you're going to get a job, right? I can go ahead and buy my four fireplace house, right? And she's like, I like mooching off of you, though. I, <laughs> I, I feel good about that. I feel like I feel like I get way more uh, Fortnite in than I would if I had a job right now. Really? Right before Smash Brothers comes out, you need me to get a job? <laughs> Classic you. Classic you. <laughs> I'm going to get beaten by a bunch of Japanese kids online if I listen to you. <laughs> so <laughs> It's South Koreans. They got no lag. That's happening either way. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. But then, you know, he, she's like, uh, you know, but if I get a job, then I'll never see our daughter. And he's like, nope, uh, that's not how jobs go. <laughs> Again, you're thinking of death. Uh, <laughs> what happened? And she's like, but I want to go get my teaching certificate and teach in our daughter's school. And he's like, cool, cool. Daughter will be out of school uh, by the time you get that certificate. Is it the building? Are you a fan of the building? (laughs) Yeah, but the key, though, is he's going to make an offer on that house one way or the other. He doesn't give a shit if she wants it or not. 
Right. And she's like, you can live there on your own. And I wanted a flash cut to just, just take those old records off the ship. <laughs> Doing rails off a hooker's stomach. No, you're supposed to be sad. Oh, I forgot. He's sliding from one fireplace to the other in his socks. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so then we, she goes to visit uh, uh, Lily's mom. Rob Lowe's wife goes to visit dying mom. Right. And Dying Mom opens this scene by saying, I've been dying to talk Christmas music. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. Should've this woman self burns in every scene until she dies. <laughs> Literally every scene. She's like, I'm just trying to take the pulse of the room. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My heart's not in it. God. Oh, I what? think I'm dying right now. No, just good. Pump fake. Heart nailed it. Pump fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Lily's mom has an idea. She tells the the uh, Maggie, the dying mom, she's like, hey, you know, we were supposed to sing at the tree lighting, and I know that the town was expecting us to do that, but fuck that. Let's go caroling. Yeah, we're going to do the only thing worse than a bunch of children at the tree lighting. A bunch of children outside your house that you must slap a frozen smile on for. <laughs> <laughs> So and and Maggie loves that idea. She thinks it's a great idea. And Rob Lowe is still lawyering super, super hard, so hard that he yells at other lawyers. It's the best. Again, he's very clearly they were like, oh, have him do one of those West Wing freakouts. And Rob Lowe was like, the script you wrote for me was I need a different fish farmer, damn it. Gwen, a fish <laughs> farmer, fish farmer. They're like, yeah, but do it like do it like you're saying it to Toby. Right. <laughs> Get it together, Gwen, you bitch. Fish farming is what we're talking about. So good. You're the best actor in this movie. <laughs> so so many grandmothers are going to fall asleep to your acting. It's going to be great. <laughs> How the fuck did Brad Whitford keep his job and not me? Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So he yells at the other lawyer and then his secretary gives him the box from his mom. He's like, hey, she's like, hey, open this at the end of act three. And he's like, OK. She's like, also, there's a realtor on the line to completely diffuse the central conflict of this movie off camera, right? Because the, the realtor calls him and says, you, you made an offer on the house. No, a bigger offer came through. You can't have the house. And he's like, well, then what the fuck is this movie about then? What? Tell me what the, is to do in this movie right now. Uh, the legal plot was heating up a second ago. I think <laughs> you guys are skipping over that. Seems like that's going to go great. How about that lunchbox? Maybe there'll be some mysteries. In, I've got to go. <laughs> it's empty. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So we come back to dying mom and non-dying mom chilling together. And we see dying mom's husband come in and dote on her. And she's like, and, and Lily's mom, the non-dying mom is like, oh, I wish I was dying of congenitive heart failure. Your husband's great. My husband's dick. Okay. Was it just me or did you guys think they were about to plot to murder Rob Lowe for his heart? That's where I thought this conversation was going. <laughs> Oh, yeah. they still could have saved it. That, that would have made a lot of sense. Especially because, like, right after that, they introduced that he squeezes the toothpaste tube from the middle. <laughs> oh, you are fucking Hitler. Die. Oh, <laughs> you should die. The worst. Use the fucking body. Oh, my God. I do that so Anna got that. me my own toothpaste. I hate you so much. <laughs> you don't deserve toothpaste. Someone <laughs> should take your heart and give it to somebody who doesn't do that to the toothpaste, Eli. Honestly. You're going to wake up in an ice bath and me and Noah just laughing. It's going to be great. <laughs> All my teeth out. Yep. Don't ice, bath just, ice bath just because we wanted you to be cold because it's funny. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, if we take your heart, you wouldn't wake up. Oh, so, are your yeah. teeth chattering? Oh, uh, you don't have any. Too soon. <laughs> no, I am chattering them, though. I have them in a rattle. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, so they discuss how bad her husband is going to be at her dying. And eventually, like, the, the Lily's mom, the non-dying mom is like, okay, you dying is a bummer of a subject. Can we talk about my husband's toothpaste habit some more? We were, really, we were on me. The awkward chit-chat is so stupid, yeah. She's like, so how long have you been married until you're dying? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> just the first part of my sentence. How long have you been married? Uh, been right, and she tries to like bright side it. She's like, oh, I mean, my husband is shit. Least, least my husband would be fine if I was dead, right? Like that's one <laughs> nice thing about him. He'd be like nuts and he'd snap his fingers and then start fucking the nanny. And she's really ready well, for it, it. it. What makes this so awkward is she's talking about, Lily's mom is talking about what a great husband Maggie's husband is. And she's like, yeah, he's going to be available in three or four days. I mean, yeah. You want to go um, like swapsies? It's like, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of like a Wall Street trader who's about to retire. You can dump some shitty trades on me and kind of fix the whole situation. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about uh, emptying the spit valve? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. You All right. need a good pair of rubber gloves. <laughs> a good one. All right. So now teacher is bringing Nathan home. Right. And Nathan is complaining. He's like, I don't want my mom to die. And the teacher's like, oh, God, Jesus, are you still on about that? He's trying to. He's like, yeah, well, you know, um, maybe your mom dying is like your roommate dying in college and you get straight A's. <laughs> huh? Plus side. Think you about are, how easily I'm going to uh, grade you from here on out. <laughs> get out of my car now. OK, great. <laughs> we're done. Broom, broom, I'm driving away. <laughs> I live next door, so this is hard for me. So, okay, so yeah, like, so dying mom and non-dying mom are still talking. They're talking about how every year Maggie's husband would take her out dancing and she had these special magical dancing shoes that sure were the bee's knees and only if she had a pair of shoes like that again. And just then that's when her son walks in and he has an idea. <laughs> but, but first, the other mom, the not dying mom's like, oh, cool. Dancing. That's amazing. Pablo sucks. Can you like, could you describe his penis? Oh, hey, Nathan. Son, <laughs> just talking about your dad's penis. penis. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Say well, a different word. I feel like penis. they were talking about his penis, though, right? Because at the end of this scene. Maggie says, dying mom says, and I quote, they're talking about how great Jack, her husband is. And she says, you know, he's not too bad with a wrench in his hand either. And they both laugh like that was a sex thing. I feel like that's not a sex thing. Eli, is that a sex thing? Not for these women. It's not. I mean, oh, yes. that is what that is. Dick game. All the way. she loves that wrench shit. Absolutely. That's sex. <laughs> what? Wrench shit? Wrench? Yeah. You guys don't get doing? into wrenches. You're telling me I'm okay. Okay. You are you, alone. You, do you ratchet it somehow? What it, are you ratcheting? Depends I don't on the know. Wrench. I had no fucking idea what they meant by any of this. I feel like they just thought that the wink makes something sexual. Absolutely. Like they had never realized that there actually was a double entendre behind that. They just figured that tone of voice with any words being said counted. Yep. Because the director walked on set and he was like, all right, ladies, now this scene. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed just thinking about it. It's going to end a little <laughs> saucy. I want you to end the scene by talking about... Mm, 
Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. A little bit of the right. huh? Do, do you mean proper technique for using a wrench? Is that what you're? Yes, you're that's doing right there. Right now I, that's what I mean. Wink. <laughs> this okay. is a Hallmark movie. I'm not allowed to say what I mean. So sure, giant steps, right? Rotating steps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Nathan <laughs> runs to town on a mission to find dancing shoes. Damn it. Uh, he goes to Wilson's department store, that very same store where Rob Lowe dropped off those very same shoes at the beginning of this movie. None of this will ever connect. He is searching for these shoes like he hid his cocaine in them. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, he's got to find the exact right shoes. Yeah. And again, dancing shoes. Yeah. He's right. looking he, like. My mom's heart is about to explode. It's time to get her some dancing shoes. Because that store. would be a hilarious way to Let's go. It see. would be like the end of Kill Bill. What's yeah. this? This is the Restoration Hardware face pillow. She looked great in this. <laughs> That's a weird item, but cool. Okay. <laughs> right, but so he finds the perfect shoes. They're only $20, but he doesn't have enough money. So he runs over to dad's shop, his, his garage, in hopes that he can get a job. It just so happens that Rob Lowe's there checking on his car and the kid and Rob Lowe interconnect again. No, this will never matter. Never at any point. Like they might as well be part of a weird Rube Goldberg machine where Rob Lowe reaches for his coffee and it spills off and a guy slips and the kid lands on the skateboard and <laughs> shoes fall in his hand and they <laughs> fall into each other's arms and look directly into each other's eyes. And then they're like, so yeah, I was saying I need these shoes. I need a job now. <laughs> It's a large string of coincidences. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Rob Lowe needs to bitch about the bill. And there's a line here that I just have as a fucking what? Is this really what he says? I feel like what Rob Lowe says to Jack, to dying mom's husband is with money like that for an injector. No wonder you're dying. Yeah. He means the garage. <laughs> But we've yeah. been hearing about this dying woman so much. I because we never hear that the garage is any in any trouble, right? Nope. Five hundred dollars for a fuel injector? My wife is alive. I will see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I so didn't get that. Yeah, okay. So now the son realizes that his his way of making the 20 bucks is gonna be to pick up cans and get the five cent deposit on them. Or you could just steal 20 bucks or ask someone. <laughs> or have anybody give you $20. <laughs> yeah, well, if you tell them what you're doing, they'll just, yeah. If at any point in this movie, this child didn't speak in riddles, except for the very end, there would be no conflict to it. He'd just be like, I'd like to buy dancing shoes for my dad. And I have the money. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right, so Rob Lowe is off to lawyer for those farmers. I have no idea what that happened in this scene because there was a re weird freeze-up thing on YouTube and I had to skip ahead of this to a Does different... Does not fucking matter. No, um, no, nope, I was that, never like, that, what's going on freeze, now? <laughs> that video freeze could have happened 19 different times in this movie and <laughs> none of that would matter. Just uh, would have shortened our notes. <laughs> and when it comes back, the farmer's just like, I, I just want you to know that if you don't win us... Humble Trump supporters will have to learn a skill that isn't 12,000 years old. So please, <laughs> please, sir, get out there and take their fields. Well, and that, so, so here's the thing, though, and this, that's what's so 
goddamn weird about this movie is that if instead of Rob Lowe's kid, we focused on one of these farmers kids, this is a completely different movie, right? <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, mom's full on deathbed. Now, Nathan is decorating his dying mother with lights and Bill ornaments. <laughs> Get off the fucking shed. Stop decorating your mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's almost exactly what dad yells at him right here. Yeah. And mom's like, uh, the death lights are beautiful. They are. And he's like, sorry. Uh, yes, I beautiful death lights. But get the fuck off the shed, though. Get off the shed. <laughs> Drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> and then he has this weird pseudo humor moment where he's like, I sure I'm a bad parent without you. I mean, it's going to be fine. Don't worry I'm not about it. Beat him for months after you die. Though, I'll give so. him flowers. Yeah. <laughs> First. All right. Well, given the hefty emotional impact of this movie, I'm sure the listeners are going to need a couple of minutes to compose themselves. So we're going to pause for a quick break. But first, let me give act three the hard sell. Will the fact that Robert went to Jack's garage ever factor into the plot? How about the fact that Robert's mom is the one watching the kid? How about the fact that the shoes fell out of the truck in the first place? Nope. Nothing will ever factor into the plot. Find out what happens instead when we return for the comically morbid conclusion of The Christmas Shoes. Yeah. Nothing will ever factor into the nothing is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. One of those math puzzles. How about Brink? Hey, Joe. Um, What you doing with all those cans? Oh, uh, one of my students is collecting cans and I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to help him out a bit. Oh, well, um, what's he saving up for? Shoes for his dying mom. Um, sorry, did you say shoes for his dying mom? Yeah, well, you know, he thinks she's really going to like these sparkly $20 shoes, so he's going to collect. Jesus. Dude, just give him the money. What are you doing? Here, I have $20. Give him these $20. Oh, no, no, the cans is going to be fun. Just think of the look on his face when he sees all these cans. What can I say? Wait, um, where'd you get a garbage bag full of empty cans anyway? Uh, well, it, it, it wasn't on a 16-day blackout drinking binge, if that's what you're asking. There's okay. something else. Okay, well, than that. feels like that's exactly what it is now that you said that. Um... Also explains why all the cans are Paps Blue Ribbon. No, uh, I'm just doing something for one of my students. You know, the kids to love the kids. Oh, you know what I just remembered? Bottles are good, too, aren't they? Come on, man. Seriously? To the liquor store. Don't, don't. Come on. Teacher. And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our heroes, most of them were dying. Uh, and what's worse, one of them was gainfully employed. Anyway, so now we're going to rejoin Lily, Robert's wife, uh, Robert's mom, and the teacher all singing Christmas carols over at Granny's house. There were yep. so many characters in this scene. I thought they were all going to have to be like facing different directions, not to acknowledge that they're all connected. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so they're having their uh, Christmassy thing going on, and Rob Lowe shows up, and immediately everybody hates him. They're just I, like, hey, <laughs> fuckface. And he's like, uh, I was saving the jobs of like 200 poor farmers. No big deal. But were you singing How many dicks did you suck while you're saving the jobs of those fancy farmers? <laughs> I am very confused by what's happening right now. 
Well, luckily for him, mom's there to uh, to to clear up that confusion. She's going to give him a good talking to over some pot roast about yep. why <laughs> his wife hates his fucking guts. It's <laughs> the best. I I so wanted him to just be like, because he he's he's like, you know, mom, things are different now, and I wanted him to be like, things are different now. I mean, dad, dad got to hit you when he was mad at you, <laughs> oh, God. Like, a lot. <laughs> Like, like legally. No. That is whole... true. So what I need you to do is go down on your wife better. Much, <laughs> much better. Well, see, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting her to give some real advice. Have some pot roast, son. Wow, mom, this is really good. Now good look roast. at me. John, I'm not blind and I'm not deaf. I can see you and her are having problems. Well, I mean... Mom, things are a little different now. John, can I ask you a question? Sure. Are you eating ass, son? Uh, am I eating, eating? ass? Taking out the kitty litter, caddy shack in the stop, rough. Stop! No, I, I heard you. It's just it was jarring. Son, I might be old fashioned. Okay. I mean, things weren't always easy for your father. Please stop. I. Just whatever. But you're no about matter to say, what happens, I knew at the end of the day, your father would come after my butthole like just, a no, pig at a just, trough. Oh my God! Please stop. John, Please listen to me. Stop. I am your mother. And if you want to save your marriage this Christmas, you will staple some mistletoe to your wife's lower back and you will tongue punch her fart box so good she won't need to wipe for a year. Worked for your father and it could work for you. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'm going to go kill myself. None of that. Analingus, people. That is how <laughs> you keep a marriage happy. I've been married for 21 years. My wife and I still work together and everything. Key to a happy marriage. People always ask me, they're like, what's the key? What's the key to a happy marriage? And I'm just like licking her asshole. And then they're like, well, of right course there. that. So <laughs> she's got a giant steps on that butthole. So, yeah. Now. <laughs> But, but keep in mind, okay, so once again, what we're watching here is we're watching the movie for old lady with too much shit in her yard. And the moral of the story is you're sure lucky you're married to a blue collar guy who works at a fucking auto garage. Because if you had some rich lawyer husband, he'd never be there for you and the kids. He'd be fucking around with a bunch of farmers and shit. It's the best. She literally ends her monologue with your father died full of regrets. Merry Christmas. All right. <laughs> you see what I'm showing you right here? This is the clitoris. It's called the clitoris. You need to work it. I've made it out of a pot roast. Now you can see I baked a cookie here to remind you. Don't, you. you don't want to overfocus on this. It, it's a boat with a little man in it. Right. Um, Lakes right apart. <laughs> all right. So now it's time to scoop yet more sexual tension onto the relationship between Granny and the teacher. Right. He's... <laughs> leaving her house for the day. She's trying to talk him into coming back in and, uh, you know, maybe working out a few of her folds before. <laughs> uh, care for a nightcap? Come on, Black Thunder. Let's get in here. <laughs> <laughs> right, but teacher, he's got a bag full of cans, right? So the little kid, Nathan, is looking for enough cans to buy the Christmas shoes. So the teacher has collected 16,000 aluminum cans in the 24 <laughs> hours since. Oh, I wanted so bad for a flash cut to someone being like, honey, is that is that your teacher going through the garbage for cans? 
<laughs> we should leave this town. No, that's the one other black guy. That was pretty racist. <laughs> oh. Ving Rames, why are you in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then there's this great scene where, again, unintentional humor. Nathan is like, hey, mom, I made a Christmas card for you. Look in my Christmas card. You're dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, a little early, kiddo, to draw me. Draws her as, as an, an angel. angel. Oh, you don't like that? Okay. Don't look on the back because that's you as a corpse. <laughs> it's just, just axed out eyes and everything. That's you rotting. Because I don't know if you go to heaven or hell. You might go to hell. That's in the middle pages. So <laughs> ignore it. Yeah. So, but, but mom has to tell him, she's like, hey, honey, by the end of this act, I'm going to be dead. So don't freak the fuck out. All right. And so the kid has to have the, but mom, why is God going to take you to heaven? And she's like, well, so that you can be a movie atheist later, honey. <laughs> Jingly yeah. keys, Nathan. Jingly <laughs> keys. Yeah. yeah. He's like, why is God killing him? And she's like, right? So cool, right? <laughs> Fucking mysterious. Like, ooh. Yeah. I, well, I love her jingling keys about how uh, God isn't taking me. He's receiving me. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid distinction i wanted him to be like so okay uh god's not taking you he's receiving you i guess then you could say Shh, no no <laughs> you could not whatever say it that. is my no there are no follow-ups to things in the, these movies you cannot logically you think follow about up the it, things we say honey mommy is taking god what what <laughs> turn up mommy's morphine drip i'm riding the dragon out of here I love to that the kid goes, he's like, well, when you get to heaven, can you get a message to dead grandpa for me? And she's she's like, sure. And there are so many good messages the kid could have. They don't go with one of them. I wanted him to be like, uh, tell him his patriots are overrated bullshit whose dynasty was carved out for them by the 2002 division realignment. It's not <laughs> real. And by cheating. <laughs> and cheating and a little bit of cheating. <laughs> See, I was thinking just very simple. Will you tell grandpa, fuck you <laughs> look him right in the eyes when you say it too. I don't. Will he be old or like young? Or like a child? If he's a child, will you hit him? <laughs> I mean, he only received my virginity. If we're being technical, but still, tell him fuck you. All right. So, but then his mom explains that even though she has to go to heaven, she'll always be right there in his heart. Which, again, you know, since she just like very likely passed on a congenital heart failure type thing. I she they, Again, could have chose different words. She points to her heart. And she goes, I'm going to be right here. And I really wanted her to be like, no, seriously, heart problems are largely genetic. Make sure you get that checked out. <laughs> That's a, Heath has a solution, but nobody will listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he also says, take me with you. And uh, I wanted so bad for sure. Blam, blam. Just pans out from the house. <laughs> All right. So then we, the next day, teacher's heading to work in the morning, but he notices that the old lady forgot to turn off her Christmas lights. So she's going to be dead. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as soon as that happens, we're all like, okay, well, she's dead then. Yeah. What's great is when we watch movies where these tropes don't take place and our notes are all like, ah, she's dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> well, she was old and out of breath earlier. I mean, after coughs in a television show. Yeah, no, I, but she's okay. dead. Was it just me or did we think they were going to use her heart? 
That would have made a lot of sense. It would have made some. Like, oh, but she has AIDS. That, <laughs> that lady was just swimming in hepatitis. All right. So, yeah, then we cut to her funeral and Rob Lowe has to do the stay after everybody else walks off thing at the funeral like they always do in movies. And just once, I want to see two characters competing for that. Right? Like, we cut, <laughs> it's like one in the morning and one's like, I am not going to be the fucking last one to walk off. I so. have a monologue to deliver. So, <laughs> so I. I have a monologue I'm, to deliver. So I. We're going to do this at your we're funeral, We're going to do this, dude, right now. Me and, <laughs> we're gonna do, me and Heath are doing this at your funeral. We're going to me and Heath are going to do the same thing. We're going to copy each other. There you go. There you go. Pump I'm fake. here. I'm here all, all right. day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> During during this scene too, we get we get Rob Lowe's facial reaction to oh. mom dying, which was so silly. It was like happily pensive, like he was clearly just. It was like, do you guys smell something? It's like <laughs> it's like a cinnamon, but not exactly. What is that? Nutmeg? Did somebody have Did a someone cappuccino? Bring, someone bring cookies? <laughs> <laughs> Who has the cookies? You have to tell me. <laughs> My mom died. I want cup. cookies. Show me your dick. <laughs> All right. So speaking of mom's dying, uh, Nathan's mom dying, mom, she's still dying too. Nathan needs to get the fuck out of there. Now, we know that he's leaving because he's trying to collect enough cans to get the shoes. Mom and dad don't know that, right? All they know is that their son wants to leave on Christmas Eve. And for all they know, it's because hanging around dying people is boring, <laughs> right? Like they're basically, they're going, okay, hurry back quick before your mom dies. There's only like 18 minutes left in this movie now. <laughs> but instead, he's going to go off with the teacher again. Has he not told this teacher what he needs the $20 for? Because the teacher seems invested like he knows the kid is buying shoes, but not so invested to be like, yeah, no, I hit an ATM. Here's a single piece of paper. Go for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So they go hunting for cans. So the like his plan, rather than just giving the kid 20 bucks, was to get $20 worth of cans and then litter them through town, go get the kid and take him where he put all the cans. Is a, a scavenger hunt. What's this? It looks like a ma my mom is dying. I, I, looks like a magical leprechaun. Fine, here's twenty dollars. <laughs> but when your mom's dead, come back because there's a riddle and a story for us all to learn. <laughs> Spent hours on this shit. Should have been in Ember Days. Damn it. I sh I so wanted like th there to be like some other homeless guy ahead of them getting all the cans, and then they're like trying to race around him. <laughs> no. Oh. God, you know what? I'll give him a little too much heroin. It'll be fine. Give me one second. <laughs> hey, Ving Rames? Is that Ving fucking Rames? <laughs> what are you doing here? You were amazing in Mission Happy Impossible. Creed 2. So. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, mine was real. I named a real Ving Rames movie. Yeah, you did. You did. Well done. Um. So, and, and it wasn't Pulp Fiction, too. Um. Too so, easy. They, so they go out. Uh, while they're out hunting for cans, the teacher turns to him and says, hey, remember earlier in the movie when you asked a 56-year-old man if he'd ever known anyone who died? And I and I said no. The more I think about it, the dumber that line was. So That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about death with your dying mom. Let's do that. And the kid's like, uh, you're an asshole. Can we not? <laughs> Can we fuck? just collect cans? All right. Close your eyes and hold your breath and then wait for the moment in between thoughts. That's it. That's what it's like. <laughs> Think about that. But forever. <laughs> Scary, right? 
like the lack of sense because everyone's always like, oh, it's just like before you were born, but you didn't have sense before you were born and now you'll miss it and you know it's coming. No, it you comes won't. to us all. You can't miss Robin it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Dad. All right. physically hurts if I had to get <laughs> I bet you're scared, right? I bet, I bet there's a lot of fear. Describe <laughs> the fear. Let's get right into this. <laughs> Is right. it hard to breathe? It's hard for me to breathe. Ding rings, come over here and attack him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, but then they come across the mother load of cans that the teachers left there for him. And he's like, oh, wow, look at all these cans. And the teacher's like, what are you going to do with all those? And he's like, I'm going to buy my mom some dyeing shoes so that the teacher can be like, fuck, I should have just got $20 oh, for me. Oh, man. I have a 20 in my wallet. Oh, I well, shouldn't have been I'm coy. sure he's got enough money. I'll leave now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He doesn't check. He doesn't say, well, let me run you by the store or anything. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to cut to the carolers out caroling with a school chorus. We got to have some publicly funded singing of Christ is our Lord. That's good. That's great. Um, so they're out caroling. They walk by Rob Lowe's office and his wife looks over at the office like that motherfucker still trying to help other humans. What a bitch. Yeah. That's way more important. Helping the farm. I don't understand. Like the movie got confused and accidentally made Christmas and God the antagonists of the story. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Tripped on their own fucking feet. It's the best. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. I mean, the whole scene is like his assistant is like, hey, it's Christmas Eve. Can I leave? And he's like, yes, I'm a reasonable boss. Go ahead and leave. I'll stay later and do the work for you. But I'm not going to give up on these farmers whose livelihood is tied up in this lawsuit like a dick. I don't get <laughs> what. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. I don't know why, <laughs> though. All right. So Nathan gets home that night. His mom's life meter is blinking red at this point, right? Oh, the music sped up. All right. So he so he grabs the money he has and he rushes off. Once again, dad and mom don't know what he's doing. For all they know, he's just running away from his dying mom. With well, I money. Think, I think yeah. she knew because didn't she give him the... The death sign, the like steel sign, death sign that they made up together. Well, yeah, the heart thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, yeah, remember, Pat, your heart, because I'm going to die like two scenes from now. That's pretty much it. And then so he runs off and the he tur she turns to the husband. She turns to Jack and she says, one more thing before I die. Could we dance? Oh, how badly did you guys want a flash cut to him just swinging her around the bedroom? Smashing lamps. Oh, what's he going to do? Kill you? Alexa, play dance music. Y'all ready for this? Just grinding on his wife in the bed. You're smothering me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, she says, can we dance? I'm like, well, logistically, I'm going to say no. But he's like, nope, damn it. IVs be damned. We're going to dance. Yeah, he takes off her oxygen because apparently that was recreational. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, every sickness ever needs an oxygen tube. I well, feel like that's <laughs> well, the dying ones do. She could have burst into flames itis. They'd have her on oxygen. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just kept writing, please toss her in the air. Please toss her in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but instead they dance in the sense that he picks her up and sort of rocks her back and forth like a kid that won't shut up, you know? So, okay, 
Meanwhile, Nathan is running to the stores, but can he get to the shoes in time? So he gets to the store, but damn it, if the door's not locked and Rob Lowe shows up and he's like, oh, don't worry, kid, I'll throw a brick through it for you. <laughs> but the door isn't locked, right? They knock on it for a minute and then one of the employees shows up and says, oh, hey, sorry, sometimes it locks on its own. What? You have a store full of people on Christmas fucking Eve and your store just sometimes locks on it. So it seems like a bit of a fire hazard. I feel like they were just like, everybody get down, go to the back of the store. This kid's the worst. He's so <laughs> shitty. Just get down. He's going to pay we'll in nickels. nickels. He won't have he's enough money. He's going to pay in nickels. <laughs> oh, he's with Rob Lowe, too. Gross. All right. We're going to keep worst. both out there. <laughs> oh, I saw him fucking him on a nanny cam earlier. That's the only reason he's in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay. Now, first of all, I want to say I so appreciate Rob Lowe's character walking around a department store four minutes before it closes on Christmas Eve, just randomly grabbing shit, going, yeah, I'm done with my Christmas shopping. Oh, fuck it. Just ordering well-done steaks. God, get the fuck out. <laughs> the worst. Well, to be fair, he goes to the store and he's like, yeah, you're holding a doll for me? And they're like, nope, we held it in the air for a second, but then we <laughs> sold then it we to sold someone it. else. Yeah. Means, I guess holding doesn't mean the same thing to us as it does to other stores. Yeah. So, and, and while he's doing that, the uh, Nathan is desperately searching for the Christmas shoes. He can't find the Christmas shoes. He is going through this store like an Orthodox Jewish child in New York City. It is nuts. <laughs> We all know that what that's like. Yeah, no, we do. No one else does. It should, to everyone no else, idea. it was just anti-Semitic. But to those of like us who've worked, racist. it's what giant steps did to that pianist. Guys. <laughs> There's an Orthodox Jew jazz crossover in our audience. That guy's losing it right now. <laughs> no, there's not. You don't know. So, so Nathan can't find the shoes. But Rob Lowe walks by and as he does, he accidentally kicks open the box that has those perfect Christmas shoes in them. So the kid grabs the shoes, he runs to the front of the line, cuts in front of Rob Lowe like a dick, and then he starts paying in pennies and shit. Fuck this kid and his dying mom. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yelling at the cashier, like, can you count faster? My, my mom's doing a hip hop dance medley with no life support. Let's go. <laughs> they're on dirty dancing. Just so you know, they're already up to dirty dancing. <laughs> And, but but unfortunately, he's $5.50 short. Keep in mind, the store owner did not pay for these shoes. <laughs> Rob Lowe just dropped these off with him. So what a dick to not just give him the discount on the fucking shoes. And, and the cashier has no sympathy at all for the kid paying with pennies while there's 37 people behind him and the store's closed, right? Yeah, fuck that kid. He doesn't know his mom's dying. Just like, yeah. yeah. Great. Count them all out. I'm doing it nice and slow. Eye contact. One. It's their fault <laughs> for waiting until Christmas Eve. All right. So the kid walks off all sad and shit. And Rob Lowe is like, hmm, I could buy the shoes for this kid, but I want to make sure he fucking needs them before I go investing five fifty in his happiness. It, it took him way too long to decide on popping yes. up the five fucking fifty for the crying kid with the dying mom. It's like it's uh, like Wolverine trying to decide whether to pick up Rogue in the first X Men movie. He's like, oh, all right, so maybe I'll pay for you. Actually, you stole my Red Sox hat. Fuck you, not paying for the shoes. <laughs> Your mom's dying, huh? Dying of what? <laughs> is it something painful or is it like yeah he, he turns to the kid he's like hey man do you need these shoes and he goes mister do you ever have you ever known anyone who died 
But, wow. Talk about How zero to 60. You? How afraid are you? One to 10. Describe your fear. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Mm. I wanted. I wanted Rob Lowe to be like. Better question. Have you ever known anyone who didn't die? Because that's who I want to fucking talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then Rob Lowe's character does the barest minimum of a good thing. He gives a kid five dollars and fifty cents on Christmas. This is what the movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a cross cut. Rob Lowe's like thinking about the 550 and he's like looking at it in his hand and he's like sort of bringing it out toward the kid, pulling it back. <laughs> right. He's thinking cross about a cappuccino with... on one side and a dying mom on the other. <laughs> cross cut with dying mom on the other side, like with an actual <laughs> scoreboard clock next to her because I'm sure she had that. Yeah. So, yeah, but OK, so he he and then and then he doesn't buy any of the Christmas presents, right? Nope. He, uh, he's like, you know what? I'm not cashing out. And I wasted everyone's time. My daughter doesn't need Christmas presents because my heart grew three sizes uh, that why? day. So. <laughs> oh, that line of Christmas Eve shoppers in suburban Boston just beat the shit out of Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Way. Oh, they beat the shit out of him for looking Jewish when he got in the store. <laughs> so the idea, are you a fucking Chinese's bro? No, I just have dark hair. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> That's they, what they all say. <laughs> all right. So starting Rob- a fucking trade war with my president. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Rob leaves uh, to go to the chorus thing, the singing thing or whatever. Um, but damn it, if his car won't start again. And just then, the guy who owns the store shows up and he says, hey, maybe I'm going to the Christmas concert as well. Maybe we can walk together. That's we can get nice and high before the concert. Right? I feel That's, like it is. Or we can do some gay stuff. Yeah, it is always someone either wants to drug you or sex with you or both. If they say walk. Yeah, sometimes yeah. both. All right. So and then it starts <laughs> snowing. And the guy turns to Rob Lowe and he says, snowing on Christmas Eve, it's almost a miracle. What are the odds of snow in Massachusetts in December? Better than one in seven. Gotcha. Never. Okay, this is not even close to a miracle. This is like as miraculous as it being Tuesday. You ever roll a D20? This is like a third as impressive as that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, but they go to see the concert, which keep in mind, they've moved from the tree lighting to just wandering around town. So apparently this guy has a tracking device on them or something. Like, how does he know where the carolers will be? Well, he must've known the plan was to go sing that lady to death because yes! that's what you would do on Christmas Eve. That's where they go. Oh, you, you carol somebody to death. That's I, that's what I did. when I, was <laughs> I want to be there for that planning. And then kids were going to finish the evening at your music teacher so that your singing can be the last thing she hear. Oh, you're crying. <laughs> She's going to be way too scared to hear the singing kids. It's really, you die alone. No matter who's around you, you die. Why are you crying? Come on. <laughs> Hi, Maggie. We're going to be there at like nine to kill you with the carols. Can you die around nine? Because that's when nine, we'll be Well, meeting. preferably nine fourteen. We have a program. Can you do a hard so, cough at nine oh one? Like so, a eh. Just really breathe out hard. <laughs> and if you don't go at that mm. moment, at least try to make it look like you. You're going, like, we'll be you know. doing the dirty dancing lift around nine. Can we call it nine twenty? <laughs> so, <laughs> and by the way, when we cut to him showing up at them singing, they're singing Christmas shoes. Oh, <laughs> I want. I wanted the little kid to turn around and be like, 
I'm so, I'm so sorry. Are you seeing? Are you seeing exactly what just happened to me? Yes. I feel like you are. Did you, was was Rob Lowe a lyric in that song? Did that <laughs> Rob Lowe. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. So Nathan shows back up with the titular shoes. And he's like, Mom, I bought you these shoes to wear in heaven. And again, these are the ugliest fucking shoes you can imagine. So Mom's like, oh, honey, those are the most beautiful shoes you could afford. I mean, that I've ever seen in my whole oh. life. I wanted him to walk in, the kid with the shoes, and just be like, Dad, is she alive? Did I make it? And <laughs> Dad's just fucking her. And he's like, ah, <laughs> uh, so close uh oh, here's God. what's happening right now <laughs> no. uh five minute no. rule go away no. just i just died i swear just died. This, i promise that is this standard is, five minute rule everybody knows this is that. totally fine this is this trust is, me okay well now it's over but yeah it's it's i close. brought her flowers you, you were talking that uh, we subtracted i get 30 more seconds <laughs> yeah. so, this is a timeout okay. Oh, okay a lot of guys with me though this is fun i'll bring you flowers remember when your grandfather fucked you Receive my dick. <laughs> All right. So he puts the shoes on her. And luckily, they're the right size. He didn't check or anything. And then the dad basically <laughs> turns to her and he says, go ahead and die, Maggie. We're good. It'll be really awkward if you live for like three more hours and die. So like way better for the story if you just die now. And she's like, okay, and die. Cool. Cool. Dying and... Now wait, what's the code for the Wi-Fi? Damn it! Damn it. Uh, you just God. changed it like yesterday. Uh, it's on the router. Is, we're gonna have to call. It's Christmas Eve, motherfuck. I'm gonna have to put in that really long one. It's on the router. I don't want to get. It's. I'm gonna what? have to get behind it. It's. It's. I all, can't. It's up on a shelf. It's, it's all the way. I'm gonna have to get a ladder or some fucking I'm thing. Pinch my finger. Standing up on that chair again. You're Weird the fucking pinch. worst. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. You're a bitch. <laughs> I'm not even. I, I'm going to say it. You. I'm going to say it. You're a bitch. I'm going to fuck you after ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we cut back to Rob Lowe showing up at the concert. He turns to the teacher. He's like, "Have you seen my wife?" He goes, "You mean the person leading the concert, standing at the very front, directly in front of everyone?" Yes, I've seen her. She's there. And he's like, "Right, right. That was a dumb thing for me to ask." Well, it gets dumber because he then immediately runs over to her and he's like, "Honey." Do you remember that song you were singing like literally four seconds ago? This, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> My name was in it. My literal name. How weird is that? So, yeah. So the concert wraps up and the kids go to Wonder Off. So, and just then Rob Lowe and his wife are talking. A farmer walks up to them and she's, and he says to the wife, he's like, I just want you to know how much it means to all of us farmers that your husband has worked so hard to save our jobs, even though it meant spending time away from his family at the holidays. Yeah. It's uh, your uh, movie. That was weird. The movie became self-aware there at the last five <laughs> yes. seconds. It was like, hey, lady, uh, if you're being awful about stupid little Christmas things, you should fucking stop your husband. <laughs> Did a good You're thing with real world consequences, guy and Christmas is the bad guy right now in this whole scenario. Just to be clear, you know this is all made up, right? He wasn't even born then. This is like a, <laughs> a weird corporate slurry of pagan rituals and satanic stuff. It's not none of this is real. There's no this satanic is stuff. To sell you red colors, 
So, and so she's like, what? Okay, now this is possibly the weirdest exchange in the entire movie, right? Because she turns to Rob Lowe and he's in such a good mood and buying into the Christmas spirit after all. And he's not bah humbugging anymore. And she says, what happened to you? Here's his exact fucking response. He says, well, I went to the store and I met this boy, dot, dot, dot. And do you know how much I love you? I feel like there's okay. an explanation, an apology, <laughs> and an indictment somewhere in that ellipsis, right? I, <laughs> I want to repeat that. Exact words. I met this boy at the toy store. Do you know how much I love you? <laughs> that was a weird choice of two sentences in a row. Okay. <laughs> you guys, really you guys haven't in. had this conversation before? You got seduced <laughs> at a toy store by a little boy? Fine. Ooh, look at me. I'm Ethan. No, I've never been drawn in by the siren song of a little boy and had to explain it to <laughs> my wife. Jesus Christ. Judgy, this is our Christmas episode, guys. Well, not uh, our our Orthodox saying. Jewish jazz listening pedophile has been heartbroken <laughs> this episode. He was really loving it up until this moment, too. I love to so go. They're standing outside of Dying Mom's house having this conversation, and then Dying Mom dies and the lights all go out like her heart was powering that lamp or her husband was like, and click. <laughs> We're in the dark. We should probably call someone to schlep mom away. <laughs> right. So like they had that set up. So it was like, all right, when Maggie dies, do me a favor, Jack. Um, Shut off all the lights in your house. We're we'll going to stop singing. Then. We're going to be vamping the music and we want to cue our DSL coda at that point. If you could just <laughs> click the lights down so we can do our big finale. That would be perfect. Great. And then he does. I wanted him to like after the lights went off, though, for him to just run outside and be like, no, no I just nope is I blew a fuse. The still alive. Don't start. Starts to walk back in. Oh, <laughs> you guys are not going to believe okay, this. this is funny. <laughs> While I was out here. The breeze drafts. Hard. You guys can. Uh, they say a draft will kill you, and they keep well, you just stop so after the first two, three, four, <laughs> modulate and coda. All right, so now we, we're going to do a quick wrap up scene of Rob Lowe at work. Now that he's learned not to take it so damn seriously, right? Because nothing says good parent like ducking out of work at three thirty p.m. Yeah. The office is like, hi, we have an important legal thing for you. And he's like, ah, uh, my daughter has to go not be good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> right. And but apparently he needs to leave to get to that game, but not right away, because at this moment he finds that package that his mom sent right before she died. And he's like, I probably should have opened this by now. Dental dams and syrup, mom. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's his old lunchbox. What was in it? Nothing, right? Like that, it turned out there was nothing in Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. And you see Rob Lowe, the actor, look up like, guys, was there a prop in here? For the <laughs> there was a <laughs> hard cuts away. <laughs> right, well, but he's found a note. He got he has the note that she wrote for him. And, and so he, she starts reading that voiceover. Um, and, and she's going like, Boy, you sure were a great kid. I wish you hadn't turned out to be a lawyer, you piece of shit. Uh, Nathan gets a puppy, by the way. As yep. as we're reading through this letter, we see that Nathan did get a dog after all. So, you know, Yay. lost a mom, got a dog. Mom replacement puppy. Hooray. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to Rob Lowe at the graveyard from the beginning of the movie. 
And we realize now that the guy behind him that's also mourning his dead mom on Christmas is grown-up version of Nathan, right? Still wearing the Boston Red Sox hat. I I haven't taken this hat off since mom died. (laughs) Yes. Gross. (laughs) And by the way, in case that wasn't obvious enough, Rob Lowe stops him at one point and goes, that's a nice hat. I had one just like that when I was a boy. You're Nathan, just in case... That wasn't clear enough. Grandma, grandma, wake up. He's Nathan. The happy ending. <laughs> you dead? You dead? Right. We're going to fight over this right. TV. <laughs> Breathe out real hard, everyone watching this movie. Let's do it together. <sighs> but also, okay, but just in case, so, so Nathan leaves. He leaves the graveyard and then Rob Lowe looks over and sees that he's put that weird fucking pair of shoes on the mom's grave and realizes who that was, right? But he's gone now. So just in case everything was about to come together and mean something, no, it didn't. It didn't. Also, did he take those shoes off of her dead body? (laughs) Or are we we supposed to believe he bought a bunch of these in bulk for a nice gesture? Right. I bought a gross of these in 1998. Just figured it'd be quicker that way. Uh, most women who come into my apartment run screaming because they assume I'm some kind of shoe weirdo. Uh, but it's okay. It's okay. Well, it's I was nice doing thing. that Norman Bates thing with those shoes that old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> I tell them ahead, so they. Sh- I mean, that's that's on them. But and scene. Okay, so that's the fucking movie. But in closing, I wanted to share with you guys an item from this movie's trivia page on IMDb. All right. It says, quote, if you look closely, you'll realize that the man that Rob Lowe's character talks to when he visits the gravesite at the beginning and end of this movie is the adult Nathan, end quote. Wow. If you look farly, too. Uh, Yeah, right. No, I mean, I love the idea that somebody was so proud of themselves for figuring that out that they had to take to the Internet to assist those with lesser deductive skills. (laughs) So. My question to you in closing tonight is what other trivia items you think that that person might have left on IMDb? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, if you look closely in Breakfast at Tiffany's, that's a white guy playing the Japanese guy. <laughs> For real. Swear to God. Look it up. True story. Fucking white guy. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. Irish guy. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, if you watch this movie backwards, it's about a bunch of women who come to life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to do it for our review of the Christmas shoes, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet. Because apparently we're going to do this again next year, too. So, Eli, tell us now that the goddamn Christmas tacular or whatever the fuck is over. What's on deck? My first miracle. Hey, it's not a Christmas movie. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 175 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Need, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song is written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of People Drafts on Mars. 
Control of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Turns out, it was actually the five-day rule. Oh, God. Five-day rule. The teacher went on to die simultaneously from diabetes and alcohol poisoning because seriously, where the fuck did he get all those cans? All those farmers starved to death. You tasting the rosebud? You telling a French joke? You visiting the Wookiee? Tossing the salad? Fart snorkeling? Sweeping the fudge factory? Mopping the deep fryer? Searching for Pucker's gold? Doing donuts on the dirt road? Biting the brown? Kissing the star of love? Watching Dora the Explorer Saturday mornings at 8? Okay, that last one can't be real. That cannot be real. Could be. It's at 9. Eli, Christmas Dagular. What's another John Coltrane song? Good old Coltrane the Moltrane. Coltrane the Moltrane? What <laughs> Coltrane song would I name? That's a crazy <laughs> question. Stop Googling. Too Stop long. Googling. <laughs> nope. Googling. Equinox. I am typing in personal lives. beliefs. Nope. Nope. Personal beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Early, early life, life early <laughs> life, <laughs> discography. That <laughs> and a rabbit hat. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright twenty eighteen. All rights reserved.